0: Welcome to Grace Church Podcast. This is Adam. We hope that you are blessed by today's podcast and we pray that you are changed by today's message. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, this is Father Jonathan coming to you again from our podcast studio. Uh, Still recording uh, podcasts about things that we need to be thinking about as we go through this new pandemic in our society. And today I have with me Beth Crawford. Beth, you are um, both, well you have been a teacher and now an administrator here in Marion County, but I'll let you say more about that. But Beth, thanks for being here with us today.
1: Well, thank you very much for inviting me. Of course, Um, yeah,
0: yeah, give us a little bio, please.
1: (laughs) So this is, oh, you're 23 in education. Okay. Um, I spent the majority of it in the classroom, so I very much still see myself as a teacher. Um, This is only my second year as an administrator. So- What did you teach? So I taught history for about twenty years, twenty-one years, Um, and I've taught all level of kids. Always in high school, Um, I'm in a middle school now, so that's very different. Mm. Little people are are tough. It's it's a different environment, but I've I've learned to love it. Really? Um, Yes, I have. Um, This year's been loving middle schoolers
0: is a special (laughs) special love.
1: Listen, um, middle school teachers are a blessing from Uh, God. I agree. That is the my wife taught middle
0: school for. Three or four years now and, was, and yeah. she liked it and I was like you're a sick person
1: yeah I don't I don't quite get it and they definitely love it and I'm proud of them for it nice. but being an administrator is a lot different so mm. it's it helps but middle school kids are unique and quirky where are you nowadays. an administrator I'm at Lake Worth middle school mm-hmm. which means I actually serve a very vulnerable population right, right. it's a group of kids that I'm very concerned about right now okay so concerned so. in what way um, well first I was very concerned about their just basic needs as far as eating um, Almost every one of my students eats. Is it a Title I? It's absolutely a Title One school. Okay. Um, most of them eat free and reduced lunch. The majority of our students, if you go into our cafeteria, they're eating school lunch. Um, so I was worried about that, obviously. Oh, eat, yeah. We also have um, a group of students that are very vulnerable. Um, when you look at our teams that we have on campus, a lot of our kids suffer from mental health issues. Mm. And a lot of insecurity in the home, financial insecurity, emotional insecurity. So definitely worried about their well-being sure okay. um, I mean obviously their educational concerns too but really worried about their physical well-being right now so
0: you were I mean well let's even take a step back here so you, these are concerns that you dealt with on a daily basis when they were in school absolutely but now they're not correct so now this adds a whole new layer and level of this concern uh, and even your ability to reach into those places and help or not be able to help them is that correct
1: yes and being able to gauge having that conversation Um, my job, I'm an assistant principal curriculum, which means I'm over guidance. And I work closely with my three guidance counselors who are so invested in Mm. those kids. We have a team of like a school psychologist and a social worker. We have a counselor from the centers on staff with us. Um, and we do this weekly check-in and talk about our kids and we're not able to do that. We're not able to physically see them, touch them, see how they're doing. I mean, it's... That part is a little scary. So yeah. I'm kind of just trusting in God and praying a lot that I my bet. kids are safe.
0: So let's let's date this podcast a little bit. So right now, um, the kids are finishing up sp- what would have been their spring break. What this would have be,
1: been their spring this break. Would,
0: this would be the last day of the week on their spring break, Friday. And they would have been going back to school on Monday. So-
1: Tuesday. Um, oh, so Monday right. was going to be a right. teacher work day. Right. They'd have come back to us on Tuesday.
0: So on Tuesday. But that's no longer the case. The governor has now... What's the official word? Are we furloughing the children? What are we doing to I them? mean,
1: the Department of Education, that's one of the interesting things is they do release memos. So I've been very cautious about reading that. I'm a huge fan as being a former social studies teacher of going directly to sources and reading them myself and not leaning towards what I hear. Good. Um, so it, right now, the memo specifically said there's no classes until April 15th okay. and that we should be prepared to possibly... Extend the school year till July, um, June 30th. June 30th is what I heard. If needed and feasible. Those were the words. So I guess we'll wait and see if needed and feasible happens.
0: So the the kids that you are uh, invested in and you feel are vulnerable, you're not going to see them for another, what?
1: We're looking at a month. Weeks, month? I mean, yeah, three know. weeks, a month? Yeah, three weeks a month. Correct. And that's as long as this doesn't get extended. I mean... Right.
0: assumes that things we are
1: we are in a world right now where a lot of people are doing their best guesses and Mm. they're making the best preparations they can Mm -hmm. Um, but there's no way there's a lot of uncertainty and so we're preparing for what we think is going to be April 15th and we're going to wait and see
0: okay additionally you are a mother
1: I am four children
0: of four kiddos uh, who are both uh, well, they're all at home. and I want to talk about this a little bit in a second here But they're all at home currently doing spring break stuff. What are your kiddos doing? predominantly <laughs> for spring break right now.
1: Okay, so in all transparency Absolutely. Uh, My husband is a teacher still mm-hmm. and has been a classroom teacher for oh, I think 18 years now mm-hmm. So I mean collectively between the two of us. We very much understand the need for vacation and education but the kids have been working very hard. We've been working very hard. So we've been doing a whole lot of nothing Good. this week. All right. um, We've been playing a family game together every night. We like watch. a board game or something? Yes, like a board game. All like right. we played Uno last night. Um, we played Cheaters Monopoly. Don't suggest oh. that. We will never play that again. It felt icky. <laughs> so we decided we're never doing that again. Um, we're going to watch The Prince's Bride tonight. Okay. We watched Frozen 2. Thank you, Disney Plus, for releasing it early. Yes. I did not um, like it. Yeah, well. I, I
0: thought it was tired. Eh. He frozen one forest, good, frozen yeah. two pass.
1: But we were we we're just happy with things okay. to do as a family. So right now you're just you're doing and family stuff
0: and goofing around. Like like spring break honestly. A-
1: absolutely. Should, we were, we were supposed to be going to New York and Philadelphia. That's what we were not, supposed to do. not going to happen. Clearly can't do any of that. Yeah. Um so I told my children they have a week to just kind of veg out. Nice. Um I have a rule always that you can't lay around your house in your pajamas. Like I don't allow that. Okay. This week I told them I don't care. Okay. Like pajama it up. Okay. Um we have only so much screen time you're allowed in our house. This week that's been just lifted. And, Has that been
0: insane? Oh,
1: they're so happy. Like, we <laughs> finally told them, you need to go on the back porch and like shoot some hoops because you're becoming zombies. Like,
0: <laughs> you need some non recycled air. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Um,
1: and, then, you know, John took the kids outside to like um, go to the soccer field and kick the ball. Just, I told them, you know, don't go near any person. Yeah. Um, I've learned that I'm not as much of an extrovert as I thought I was. Okay. I mean, so that was a nice little self-discovery. Got my house really clean. That's been awesome. Okay. So
0: so, um, so you have the, you have all these different hats that you wear, like a lot of us do. Um, and so as you are looking ahead towards even next week with your yes. own children, mm-hmm. how are you thinking about this both as mom mm-hmm. but as educator, uh, master of, the, <laughs> of their growth, you know? Yeah. Sort of like that, these are the hats that we all have to wear. I'm wondering, I'm curious, what are you thinking? How are you and John talking about it? If you were John and talking about it, I assume you oh, are. Oh, we are talking right, about yeah, it every day. <laughs> I didn't want to be like, whoa, we haven't said anything. Like, whoa, that's awkward. Uh, so yeah, where 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 are you guys going with your own kids?
1: So we've made a couple decisions in our household. So we told them they have through Sunday to still have spring break. Come Monday morning, um, almost like Harry Potter with rules on a wall, um, where we've been creating. We have a summer schedule we usually follow. Um, So we are going to do the same thing. We usually do structured time over the summer so they don't become zombies. So we've decided to create that structured schedule, um, which will include learning. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, we've blessed with the fact that we do understand the educational process pretty well. Um, Neither one of us teach elementary or middle school and that's our age range for our children. Your daughter's
0: middle school, though, isn't she? Yeah,
1: So, but we don't teach. like right, me, right, None right. of us have experience in sure. that. Okay. Um, but we feel like we have a firm enough grasp of Florida standards, how to sure. access oh, things, yeah. I
0: bet you do. how to
1: look at curriculum maps. Um, I definitely, through my experience as a middle school vice principal of curriculum, definitely know mm-hmm. the middle school curriculum mm-hmm. now on that level. So we are so going are you doing? to. So what we're going to do is we're going to start looking through the standards and looking for resources to teach our kids ourselves now the district did put out um, a survey for parents about technology use i know that this week um, they were talking um, i've been watching the school board meeting And they've been very transparent and they've been giving really frankly i feel like as much information as they can i've been pretty pretty proud of marion county public schools to be honest i like to hear that um so they're being pretty transparent what they're doing and from what they're stating they're coming together next week to formulate a plan district offices has already put some things together starting on tuesday which would have been the kids first day back anyway those at the district office who are what we call kind of our program specialists over different content areas Have put together resources for parents who might not know about the educational process so they can start next week if they want to
0: the parents could they can Uh, absolutely and of course that assumes that the parents have the availability both at home and uh they don't that they're not at work and that that assumes a lot of things doesn't it
1: correct but this is important to note and it's something that i want to make sure parents understand if your kid's at school for seven hours a day, it doesn't mean you have to teach them for seven right. hours a day. And I've heard a couple people say, how am I going to work and also then teach my kids seven hours a day? You, you don't. I want you to think of any classroom. If a teacher is serving 22, 25 kids, what the work that they're giving and they're doing, it's, it's not something that will take six hours for you to replicate that at home. So that's important to know. What Um, would you
0: say, like how long? So I was my hunch is like three.
1: I've been speaking to some friends who actually homeschool their students on regular. Yeah, we did. And and I mean, people who legitimately are doing it the right way. Right. And um, a very trusted friend from high school has been doing it for a number of years. Um, and she said that when her kids were kind of in the primary grades, it took about an hour or two a day mm. to do their instruction. Middle school took about three, maybe four hours. Mm. And high school took four sure. four or five hours, mm. depending on what the child was doing that day. Um, and so I feel like, you know, that's some pretty reasonable guidelines. Number one, number two.
0: Does Marion County? I mean, does is that what Marion County is thinking? So
1: it, it's very interesting because they have not released anything yet, and I'm glad they haven't because what they're really trying to do is make sure they have a really solid plan first before they say we think we're going to do X, Y, Z. Apparently, the plan's going to be rolled out on the 30th, um, which I believe is when the governor said that he would like them, you know, to have something laid out okay. some districts already have laid some things out and different districts i know are doing it in different ways i've plenty of friends in other districts some are going to um, like in duval county they've gone to packet based for the primary grades and online for six through 12. Um, i know a lot of parents are really worried about you know i've heard a lot of my friends reaching out to me about like ap exams how that sure. can happen my wife's
0: um, an ap teacher and she's worried about how she's going to mm-hmm. instruct Correct. her kids
1: so like just today trevor packet who speaks for ap Um, released that they're going to start doing some online reviews for the kids, and that they're looking towards even possibly doing testing at home. AP testing at At home. AP testing at home, which is interesting because on the car ride over here, my sister, who's in her last month of RN, so she'll be an RN, she just has to take the big test coming up. Um, Her last two tests, what they're going to do is they're going to take them at home, um, but with cameras and mics, Mm -hmm. which lots of people who've done online schooling for their master's degree, it's what they do. Right um and i've had some experience my husband took a john test like it, that yeah, yeah. so he i took know it's possible like that correct several yeah he told and, me all about him. correct and so you know the whole house has to be quiet we, we all <laughs> go away
0: he told me he had um, to pick up his computer and like scan the room correct for who was in the room and all that stuff i thought it was hilarious exactly because uh knowing john a little bit he's the last person who would cheat
1: oh uh, last last person
0: <laughs> correct. so the idea of him like having to like show that he wasn't cheating i, I wanted like write the school and be like don't worry about him. He
1: want, like, he was worried I'm about the dog. i to cheat before he cheats. He was worried about the dog at one point. He's like, I, I, maybe you should take the dog upstairs. John, <laughs> the dog can't talk. Like, we're okay. <laughs> the, the
0: dog's not going to help you with your master's no. degree, bro.
1: So, but you know, like, I'm just trying. There's just a lot of information out there, and we live in a glorious time where we are so blessed that we can have access to lots of information. But we also live in a time where sometimes... That information gets skewed, and I truly believe in the good of people. I sometimes think people hear it the wrong way, uh, and I've seen that happen with sure. releases. They're like, oh, school's canceled for the year. No, testing's canceled, right. not school. Oh, I heard it wrong. Sure, right. not a problem. But I just try to encourage people, go straight to the source, right. look at it yourself, read it yourself, and if you don't know something, just say you don't know. Right, It, it just helps a lot. So sometimes it also helps just to shut it all off and like go outside and throw a frisbee. So and things are changing.
0: I know for me and church stuff, we originally were saying, "Oh man, this is changing day by day," and Mm -hmm. then it was like, "No, it's hour by hour now." Correct. Because I don't even know what to do. So
1: our our own school board meeting was a. Great example, they held an emergency school board meeting on Monday. They decided we're going to hold emerge, set it open, a window, to have emergency school board meetings as needed. They had a meeting on Wednesday. They started the meeting, and they're like, we have to stop the meeting because the gov- governor's about to speak. So they had to pause the meeting at 4.30, listen to the governor, and then come back on. And they're like, oh, OK, everything's changing. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, it's I very, it's really difficult for people to make a plan when it's ever right, changing. Right. Um, but they're being as responsive as they can be, Love honestly. It. And I think our local county is doing a really good job. Like, I'm really proud of them.
0: So, okay. So we have these kids who are going to have some kind of component of, I mean, obviously their education is going to continue and they need to finish out their schooling for the year. And that's going to happen. It probably will not be ideal because it can't be because Correct. things have changed and there's nothing we can say about that. And we as I tell people. It, but it is what it is.
1: I, I, I have argued this point to people for a very long time. If you are a doctor, I don't tell you how to do your job. If you're a lawyer, I don't tell you your job. If you're, I'm a teacher, don't tell me how to do my job. And so to say to parents, I'm sorry, we're going to do the best we can and however this looks, but we're going to need you to be there to support your kids. I'm also trying to say to my friends, like, give yourself some grace mm. because you're not,
0: such a good word. you're
1: not a teacher. Love it. And also there might be stuff that quite frankly, you look at and go, I, I don't know. Right. I, d- I don't even begin to know. I'm so blessed in so many ways. My husband understands all the math that my kids are doing, right, thank right. goodness, yeah. um, and I can certainly help them with the English and social studies portions. Right. Um, I was married before and my ex-husband actually taught the class that my daughter's in now for um, physical science, and so he can help, um, and wow. h- any science questions, he's a wonderful guy, so I can call him at any time. So you have resources, but do.
0: other folks you know, maybe Correct. don't, or they're feeling intimidated. And let me, let's just circle back here for a second. I love this word that you use. I mean, I don't love it, but it's helpful. This helpful word, vulnerable. Yes. So we have these vulnerable population of kids that you're working with, and they're vulnerable for lots of reasons, economics and Correct. family situations. And now some of these kids are home for longer periods of time than maybe they're used to being home or their parents are used to them being home. Correct. And that's going to create stress.
1: That is a huge concern because I know... We're a pretty stable household and there's been stress on our own home. Right. I mean So even when you have your junk
0: together it's correct. difficult. Kids
1: together in the same space with adults in routines that you're not used to and we're not, not
0: allowed to have to spend the nights. You're not allowed to go and hey, let's go to I mean, Chuck E. Cheese, does that place still exist?
1: It does, but I mean, horrible. no, we're, we're not doing that. I don't want to go
0: there. No. But I mean, but those kind of places don't even make sense anymore. C-
1: correct. You can't take your kids to a movie theater. Right. We're not going to Universal Studios. I mean, those typical outlets are not there. Right. But the concern that I have is beaches are closed. For a lot of my kids at my school, um, parents are going to face a lot of economic hardships. I mean, a lot of those people who had jobs, a lot of them have service jobs. And so when you look at what's happening right now in our economy, a lot of those service jobs right now are on delay. And I I, I don't want to be catastrophic or doomsday because when this all ends, do I think Americans who are frankly materialistic will go back out and do those things? I do. (laughs) I mean, I do. I believe people will buy things again and I can't imagine they won't. They're fighting over toilet paper right now. So... Um, I believe it'll come back. I do, but I do have a concern for right now. What is that like in that household? Mm. It's not just the food, because there are food banks, and I don't know. I mean, there's our, one of our school board reps, um, Ms. McCall, is also working in the community to get backpacks to the kids who normally get backpacks, and there's a food drive going on to try to get enough food. I mean, the city of Ocala. Um, is pulling together in the county, in Marion County is pulling together to make sure these kids eat. Right. So that need is met and that's yeah. a very important need. But I am
0: I, deeply I, I knew concerned food was about. happening. But yeah, the emotional, psychological, correct. spiritual stuff for these correct. kids and these these families was already tenuous. Correct. In some ways. And now it's a uh, pressure cooker.
1: Correct. And the concern also is some of those kids would escape to friends' house or grandma's right. house. Right.
0: To relieve some of the pressure. So correct. No,
1: and can't. they can't. Right. They can't leave. And so I am Just, I'm really worried about beyond prayer.
0: um, I mean, what's what's to do about
1: that? So, you know, is there anything? The one thing that I thought of because I have middle school children, um, social media is still up, Mm -hmm. and so I told my daughter who has a friend um, who's going through kind of her own crisis. I said, you can still reach out to her. Mm -hmm. There are ways to reach out to her to make sure she's okay and to support her. Right. Um, You can do that electronically and kids are very savvy with electronics i mean they're facetiming and snapchatting and all these things that i don't do Mm -hmm. um and so it's horrible to say in some ways but we really are going to have to use technology and encourage young people to reach out to their friends and still say almost like we do at school if your friend says something that's scary Mm -hmm. that's when you tell an adult Mm -hmm. because we have to trust at this point that we've trained our kids because we've had that at our school um, since everything that happened with Sandy Hook and all, you know, and then everything that happened in Parkland, and then especially with the shooting at Forest, um, we've been really trying to train our kids about mental health. And thank heavens, our district had this huge mental health thing for a couple days. And after that, we saw some spikes in kids reporting, but that's kind of what you sure, want. Sure. And so my biggest hope is that I know that my kids at school are very social, and I know that they look out for each other in many right. ways because a lot of times. The way we adults know something's going on isn't actually from the kid, okay. it's from a friend. Um, and so I'm hoping that if there's anything going on, they're gonna still reach out to adults because we still have police that work in the community. We still have fire that work in the community. We have school uh, the school hotline that they can still call and try to get help So home. all the
0: resourcing's still there. Correct,
1: it's just not me physically in right. guidance physically a being there.
0: It's not the typical way, typical path that we're used. the kids are used to or you as a teacher Correct. or administrator are used to. So okay. I, you know,
1: I hate to say it, but I'm relying a lot on the trust that we've brought our kids up in a way that they're going to look out for each other mm. and care for each other. I wonder if
0: kids are even being told that. That's a, that's a really important message to sort of not make our kids more vigilant, but just say, "Hey, look, pay attention in these stressful times." Because mm-hmm. I think adults are stressed. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, the financial part is stressful. I think, but I think there's also this. Um, I, I am feeling from my peers this stress of uh, you know, do I have it? Do I not have it? Because mm-hmm. you can't see the virus, Correct. and the testing is hard to get. Um, <laughs>
1: We know from first-hand experience, it's very hard. To right,
0: it's, it's very difficult and the numbers, every time you see the numbers on the news rising, you know it's not because people didn't have it, it's because the testing is Correct. now out there. And so um, that ever-present fear is holding adults in check or holding them hostage in some ways. And that's going to be transmitted to their families and their kids.
1: Correct. And so I think the best advice for everyone is to be vigilant, but be sensible. I mean, there is a way, and you have to moderate that. So for me, when that rise of fear happens, I shut those things off. Like, now's not the time to listen to that. Then I can go back to that. And I do something. I mean, and I tell my kids that too. Like, I'm not, I'm trying to stay up to it, but I'm not inundating my children with that. They don't, they're not old enough to process. Right. What, especially my littlest one, he's nine. My nine-year-old is already asking about the coronavirus all the time and if it's going to come into our house. Mm. Like, that's scary enough for a nine-year-old. So he doesn't need to see, you know, the Department of Health on the news talking about it or see a rising death toll because he's not going to understand that. But we can have conversations with him about when we're going to go to the park. We're not going to go near people. We're not going to pet their dogs. It's going to be a little different than it normally is, but we're still going to be able to play as a family.
0: Was he able to get it?
1: He was able to get that. Yes, but he still wants to know more. He wants to know like what's on our phone, what's happening. So, mm. I watch news, but I watch it usually at night. Right, right. Or up in my bedroom because I just don't want them. I want to be knowledgeable, but I don't want to be overconsumed.
0: Have you and John felt stressed by this?
1: <clears throat> the stress that I have felt about this is different, I think. So, my biggest concern is not for my husband or I or my kids because Friday I've been paying attention and Friday when we went home, we stopped at the grocery store, we got everything we needed, and this is the first time I've left my house since okay. Friday. Since a week ago? Yes, okay. I've not been out of my house for well, a week. Well, Thanks for coming. No problem. <laughs> um, but I was really cautious about getting here. Um, and so we've kind of quarantined ourselves okay. on purpose, mm-hmm. um, because my fear is not for us, my fear is for my parents mm-hmm. and my father-in-law. That's right, who lives with you. Because my father-in-law is in his late 70s, um, and my parents, um, my mom is, my mom and dad are not in their seventies. So if my parents are listening, no, I did not rat you out on your age. Um, but my father has quite a few underlying conditions, sure. and I need them safe. Mm-hmm. And so my big thing is, I need to stay as healthy as possible because if something happens, I have to be able to care for my parents.
0: That's where it seems to me that social media and news has really been going in the last couple of days, particularly with millennials and and whatnot. Is hey y'all. Knock it off! You're gonna hurt everybody else.
1: Correct. This Gen Xer right here is, um, you know, that's the one thing I keep telling people. I have students I taught. I mean, they they were still doing spring break and like all that stuff, and it's I'm crazy. like, I number one, even if you don't catch it or if you get a mild case of it, you could hurt your parents. You and I've been saying that for a week. It's it's about us being community minded, you know. And there's all these jokes and memes and things like that going on. If you don't know what a meme is, it's like a little funny thing with sayings on it in a picture. Um, but like all sorts of like little memes going on, you know, that the greatest generation had to go out and fight a war for us. All we have to do is sit on the couch. And I told my husband, I said, the difference is they would have, they would have sat on the couch. Mm. And there's just a group of people. I have different fears for different reasons. My fear is not, we're going to lose supplies. We just have to look to Europe. They still food. Like, Italy has food still. If Italy has food, we're gonna have food. Like, calm down, people. They have good food. Yeah, amazing food. Pasta's <laughs> fabulous. Um, and you know, I thought it was great. I saw this guy. and He said they're all freaking out about the pasta. Like during World War II, they didn't freak out this much mm. about the pasta. Like we're gonna have pasta, people. Mm. Um, so it's it's not that. My fear is that people aren't taking it seriously enough, right? Or they're taking it too like they're they're like being Extreme. ridiculous yeah. has and man they're causing suits or they're going to the beach. Correct. And they're causing fear when there doesn't need sure. to be fear. Get the food you need. If you can stay home, stay home. Don't inundate your children. And just like look out for each other. Be smart. Be sensible. Okay.
0: And so your kids, when they hear that message from you, they feel peace.
1: I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my kids right now are like, so we have dinner. We've always had dinner together every single night, short of someone having to be somewhere else. It's been a family rule forever. We like to touch base. Now we just have three meals a day together, Mm. so it's kind of nice. Um... And last night's conversation was, so where are we at? And, you know, just touching base. And the kid said, one of the friends from the neighborhood came and knocked on the door. Hey, can you come outside and play? No, no one's going outside to play or play with you. I'm sorry. And Aaron got a text. You know, what, your parents are being ridiculous. Like, why is that happening? He goes, and I said back, we're trying to protect grandpa. So he gets it. Pretty simple. And he's the 11-year-old. And nice, he gets it. We're nice. just trying to protect grandpa. That's all. We just want to take care of grandpa. Wow. So I feel like if he gets it, like full grown adults should be able to understand this. So they should.
0: I wish. Different <laughs> well, levels we'll of acceptance see. I there. mean,
1: on just before I came here, there was a you know another press briefing as there always is, and there are um, some people in leadership that seem to be at the federal level seem to be starting to get this some, mm-hmm. and are putting out a message of let's be vigilant. Right. I think Vice President Pence said. Be vigilant, but stay home if you can. No. Just be vigilant.
0: We don't know what the next, obviously, month will hold. I mean, hopefully, if everyone is vigilant for, fi- for a month till the 15th, then we can resume. Uh, we'll have flattened the curve, as they say, and then we can resume life different. Different. But uh, sort of in the right vein, going in the right direction. Correct. Everything's going to be okay. There'll be some delays when things like school and whatnot. Um, If you had a couple big concerns about what your life or the life of your vulnerable students or just your students are going to look like in a a month, what would some of those concerns be?
1: Uh, My my biggest concern is poverty that they're in, especially with their parents losing jobs. I am very concerned about, honestly, running water, electric. Um, They said they're not going to do evictions, but a lot of these people live on the margins as it is. So utilities you're worried about. I am about. very worried about that. I am worried about violence in the home yeah, and substance yeah, abuse. I'm right, right, right. actually more worried about substance abuse than I am violence in the home. Mm-hmm. My middle school kids, a lot of them can run. They can escape. They can get out. Um, but I am more concerned about a parent who's not handling the stress of this, mm-hmm. um, relapsing in some way yeah. and self-medicating, or who is already self-medicating, taking it to extreme. Sure. Um, so that is, and I'm worried about their emotional and physical well-being right now that keep, that's what keeps me up at night so like when people keep saying teachers are so excited this is such a big break for them I mean no I honestly no I, I live with a teacher and he is raking his hands through his hair every day about what is this kids doing and what can he do he's already planning how he's going to take powerpoints and I mean this is not a spring break people are not just relaxed people do not go into education um for the schedule It doesn't pay enough, frankly, for the schedule. Um, So these people legitimately care about children. And so they're up at night. Mm -hmm. They're up at night worried about those kids. And everybody, I don't care how great your school is, everybody has at least one kid that's keeping them up right now.
0: So some takeaways here for me as I'm thinking this through. Um, Parents who have school-aged children, the best advice that I hear you giving, I think, is to stay connected with the county resourcing.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so, what's the clearinghouse on so that? So, Marion County Public Schools, if you go to the main page, the Right. just go to that main page.
0: That's
1: where you can be able to it. They keep are up. keeping them. They're doing daily updates okay. on the page. Dr. Mayer said we're going to have to do it daily because everything changes daily. Right. She's absolutely accurate. Um, and they are putting the resources on the 23rd, which is Tuesday, I believe. Um, they are going to have the resources up for parents um, to start kind of like just extra materials not the full-blown learning yet and then on the 30th They're going to have a rollout for online instruction whatever that might look like right and i can't even begin to guess or speak about what that will look like um because it's challenging
0: because the district's also and and the
1: district's still working on that i mean they just put out the technology survey they're trying to figure out
0: who has what who
1: has what and i know they did that in duval county and i know they did that in hillsborough county because i have friends and my sister who live in those counties and they are they got the same thing the other thing for people to keep in mind is i've heard some people say well they're doing this or that in these counties A lot of those counties had had their spring break a week before. Mm. So their district staff was there this whole week. So I try to tell people, think of it that way. We're having our spring break this week, and now our district staff will be back next week to make the whole plan. But I'll also tell you there's a lot of people who are supposed to be on quote-unquote spring break right now that they're at district offices working working their butts off Mm. trying to get this plan going. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, that's really helpful. I mean, obviously staying informed and figuring out what to do next. And... um, if I'm, this, I'm gonna put you on the spot here a little bit are you willing to sort of help be a resource for folks so,
1: n- not only i am willing but that's what a lot of teachers are saying on social media so how
0: would someone get a hold of you so a couple of different email. ways n- do,
1: so number one they can email good what, um, what would that email be so mine is bethany period crawford at marion.k12.fl.us can you
0: spell but, bethany
1: yeah b-e-t-h-a-n-y okay. But also all teachers, their their formatting of their um, email is the same. So like my husband is John period Crawford. So any teacher has that. I know teachers are checking emails and answering questions because they've already already been emailing me. Also, one of the things that I love, and it just goes to show the teacher heart, um, tons of people are posting on Facebook, I'm a teacher. If you need questions this time, I'm certified in this through this, ask me. And here's where it's amazing. Because we are so interconnected, I have friends in Rhode Island that are reaching out, posting things, saying, I don't care. Like, I'm certified to teach elementary education. I get there's different standards, but there's still some things that are just, it is what it is. What's happening in first grade is pretty pretty much happening
0: everywhere. Correct. And
1: so that we have enough knowledgeable people. And then the other thing that makes me extraordinarily proud is the number of corporations, like educational programs, that are going free right now. So like ABC Mouse just dropped all their fees put out a password and log in and said, get it. Um, Alachua County um, School, uh, Alachua County Public Library just said, um, if you are a resident of Alachua County, even without a library card, they've set it up so that you can get books checked Mm -hmm. out. I bet Marion will follow suit shortly, Um, but all you have to do is look at the resources that are out there. Tons of people, museums are doing online tours for free. you people are careful. starting to put concerts, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So
0: Porch concerts are what I was hearing about this morning. I yeah. love that because you can do these little small things. Yes. So, so beautiful. Well,
1: just don't overwhelm yourself. Sure. That's the big thing. Don't try to pull a hundred things to try to, you're never going to be able to replicate everything a hundred percent. School is also social. School is, you know, one of the biggest concerns I've heard people honestly is, and my heart breaks for them, are those seniors, both in college and in yeah, high yeah. school this year, are worried about graduation and grad bash and prom. And yeah, my own kids were like, you know, my daughter who's in eighth grade is like, it's grad venture, and, and my advice to her was, universal will always be there, so we have to think of people first, yeah. and if need be, we'll 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 do something for you later. My but, kids
0: are graduating from college, so Aaliyah is graduating. She doesn't get to walk now. Yeah. that's over. And then Ellie and her husband are graduating with their masters and they don't get to walk. So what we decided to do at home is we're going to have, we let them, we gave them three choices of theme. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a black tie graduation Mm -hmm. uh, in our front yard. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to build a podium uh, with a number one in the middle and then two number twos because it's Aaliyah's first graduation and the grad students, their second graduation. And we'll put them on the podium in the black tie. We'll make them give speeches and to the just the family
1: <laughs> well my sister is um, so getting we're... her degree uh, she's gonna be an RN mm-hmm. next month perfect timing on her part um, and she her graduation has been canceled right. so I told her we're still getting your pin and we're going to hold a huge party and we're gonna just pin you at the house yeah I mean That's it's what we're doing. the whole point of the graduation is for your family to celebrate right. you and we can celebrate our yeah. family anywhere
0: yeah we I, I figured we could pull off a, a, a cooler graduation than they can do with the Odom. yeah absolutely and um, there's so many people in our family. I think we're going to break the, the rule of 10 pretty quickly. We <laughs> had to be careful not to go over 50, actually. Um, so I, I think it'll be okay. Yeah. Um, I'm really compelled here at the end, Beth. Well, let me first just say thank you. Sure. So, so helpful. Such good information, really valuable, and just uh, a blessing to hear your concern. Uh, I, I want to pray, actually, mm-hmm. uh, at the end here, which we don't do at every podcast. But this one just feels really poignant. This is a moment that we should pray. So let's pray father we thank you uh, for this time that you've given Beth and I and for I love her and her husband and so many teachers their passion for children and we pray for those kids who are vulnerable we pray for um, those who are in situations right now where water and electric are considering being turned off because the parents haven't been able to pay the bills or don't want to we pray for protection for those children we pray for protection for the kids and for the parents who are in homes where the parents are stressed out and tempting towards some kind of drug or alcohol, any kind of self-medication, God, we pray that they wouldn't and said they would reach out. And Lord, we pray that these kids uh, who are vulnerable would, would also reach out to their peers, to their friends, and that when their friends hear it, they would be able to reach back and say, no, you're not alone. That would, uh, we care for you and can help you. Lord, I pray this would be a, a place for our community to rally and that, Lord, if you could use Grace Church in any way at all. or we, we put ourselves at your service, and so help us to meet those needs and to know about them so that we can be a part of building your kingdom in that way. Thank you, God, for the ways in which you have put us here in this place for this time, and I pray that we would respond appropriately. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks again, Beth.
1: Absolutely. Great being with you. Great being with you.
0: Thanks for listening. For more exclusive Grace Church content, subscribe to this podcast and stay up to date on our website for new postings. God bless.